welcome to Colored Couch Conversations, a podcast where I have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch. I know you can tell I'm smiling because today my guests and I will discuss creativity, dating, and AAVE, which is African American Vernacular. And I love my guest today. I'm your host, Jasmine W. And my guest is a comedian from Cleveland with a comedy album called Too Much Head, available on all streaming platforms y'all give it up for my friend and my peer jasmine carter thank you yeah you're too kind (laughs) i am not too kind jasmine is so bomb first of all our names are spelled the same except i have a g she or a a z she has an s yeah um so it's j-a-s-m-y-n you can find her on instagram at underscore underscore j-a-s-m-y-n it's underscore underscore right and not just one underscore to okay, cool. Jazz, what have you been up to? I haven't seen your face in many months, but of course I always keep up with stuff you're doing on the internet. Yeah, I've been um, I've been out here trying to work. Uh, I've been cooking a lot, uh, working out. And uh, yesterday I had one too many mojitos. Girl, listen, I don't even, I don't even drink mojitos no more because I got drunk one Super Bowl 10 years ago, girl, and I cussed somebody out. Girl, I don't drink mojitos no more. How many did you have? Only had uh, two. I can't do rum. <laughs> I feel like you're a lightweight, though, Jazz. Like I, I am, actually, I am now more than ever. I can't, my body don't process alcohol as well as it used to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your body. Okay, okay. I feel you on that. Okay, well, you know what? I actually want to, before we move on, I, we've already said your Instagram, but what is your YouTube? Where can people find you on YouTube? Because Jasmine has so much content on YouTube, y'all. Y'all should really go and check it out. What is your YouTube? How can we find you? It is Jasmine Carter, J-A-S-M-Y-N, Carter with a C. I don't know why I have to say that, but somebody right. asked me one time, like, what's your last name? I was like, Carter. It's like, how you spell that with a C or a K? Like what? <laughs> the last name, not a first. I'm just saying, Carter's. See, I don't know. I've never heard of Carter being spelled with the K. They were stupid. I just want to let you know they were dumb. They were. They were. Okay. Uh, we always start the episode with a quote of the day. You know this quote because you chose it, and it is: "The minute you learn to love yourself, you won't want to be anyone else." By Rihanna. What does this quote mean to you? Like, why did you choose it? Well, honestly. You asked me for a quote, and I just Googled some quotes. You know what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm being real. Uh, I was like, well, who do I like? Who who be saying stuff? At first, Rihanna ain't had no quotes. I'm not saying that Rihanna isn't <laughs> influential. I'm just saying I just couldn't find any quotes that made sense for me. But then when I saw that, I was like, right, that's that's a quote. That's a good quote. Yeah. But to me, it means it, it's true. And uh. A lot, of, a lot of people want to be something that they're not. Mm. And once you do love you, because they don't love themselves. And once you realize that you love yourself and who you actually are and how great you are and your potential, then you wouldn't want to be anybody else. I wouldn't want to be anybody other than myself. I'm amazing. So. Oh, why? What about Rihanna? Like, it sounds like you were looking for a Rihanna quote. So why do you like Rihanna so much? I just like her. I don't know. I'm, she's just so dope. And. Uh, I feel like she is kind of in the epitome of boss. Like, she's dope. Like, she came into the game at a very young age. No one knew that the Mr. DJ Stomp on the Replay Girl was going to be a millionaire and have all of these different things. She has 
uh, partnerships with Puma. She has her own uh, uh, lingerie. She has her own skincare and yeah. makeup. That's just, it's just so dope. How do you have to tell a, a girl who comes from nothing that they're going to be one of the most powerful black women or women of color in general in the world? Yeah. Like millions, billions of people will know who you are and you're going to make so much money. And, and you're only, she's only like 31 or something. Yeah. So it's dope. It's dope. Self, self-made, low-key. Like, it's just dope. I think she's amazing. Still waiting on that album, but it's dope. <laughs> we all waiting on that album. If Rihanna said, y'all can wait. Y'all will be okay. I'm cool with waiting because I'd rather, you know, she she what she's doing right now is much more than music. And it's going to, not to say that music isn't going to last, but what she's doing is like you don't have to just make music you can do other things you can own your own business you can be an entrepreneur and be dope like she had like what was victoria's secret lingerie was like one of the biggest fashion shows in the world and she sat down with her with her lingerie nobody else has done that before and yeah. especially a woman from color from an island a third world island what that's crazy I know it is dope. Man, you make me want to go uh, tweet Rihanna right now. Girl, we love you, Re. I love her so much. Uh, okay, well, y'all know we always start the podcast with some random questions. What advice do you have for loving yourself? Like, how did you learn how to do that? I want to say, like, I was a person who was like, I hated myself, but I didn't love myself like I do now. I didn't understand who my worth and what I truly was because no one was teaching me that. Mm. Nobody liked me growing up, so I shit. I was like, well, shit, I don't like y'all. I don't like me either. <laughs> Why didn't nobody like you? No, they didn't dislike me. They just didn't like me romantically. Oh. Like, I wanted them mm. to. So when I finally got some attention, then it was from people who didn't love me. And they were treating me like they didn't respect me. And I thought that was how I was supposed to be treated. And I treated myself like that, too. Mm. And then I had to go through spending my time and giving my energy to a bunch of people who didn't give a fuck and I didn't give a fuck about being in a situation that I didn't give a fuck about to finally uh I hit a low point I'm like man I'm tired of being treated like this and I'm allowing myself to be treated this way because obviously I don't love myself yeah like I can say I'm this I'm that and whatever but I don't really believe it so one of the things that like helped me through that is is comedy like finding something that I was good at and seeing the response, not to say that I needed people to tell me that I was great, but to see what I can do for people. I can make them happy and stuff. It made me feel good. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I feel good. Maybe I am dope. Maybe I am smart. Maybe I am good at this. And I just started loving myself because I was tired of being treated like shit. I was tired of these niggas. Wow. <laughs> wow. So do you want kids, Jazz, one day? Do you want kids one day or not really? Uh, I don't want to be pregnant. <laughs> Nobody want to be pregnant, girl. <laughs> so we can find a way to have kids without being pregnant. There are ways. But, you know, you have, like, nieces and nephews. So, like, you said nobody taught you how to love yourself. Like, what would be your advice for them if they came to you and said, how do I love myself, auntie? Like, what would be your advice? Well, I'll be very impressed because a lot of them are like very tiny. It's like, how do you articulate that? Well, I'm talking about later. <laughs> um, I would. I that's hard. It 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 starts in the household. Like you, 
like some someone that the child looks up to has to tell them constantly that they're smart and that they're beautiful and that they're this and that they're that. So every chance I get, I say that to my nieces and nephew. I let them know that they're smart and uh, put them in the mirror and tell them that they're smart and that they're beautiful and that they're handsome and whatever. You, I would literally just say, just find the things that you love most about yourself and tell yourself that every day. Yes. These uh, traits that you have, look at yourself and tell you that every day. Not to say, like, I don't mean a mirror, like, girl, you bad. Everything. I don't say that, but when I be back, I do give myself little compliments here and there. Yeah. That's like number one, Jazz. Like the number one question I get, mainly from like younger people that watch like my TikTok videos or Instagram or whatever, is like, how do you have so much confidence? How are you so sure of yourself? And it's a practice. It is like, definitely like you don't just wake up feeling good about yourself one day, you know? No, you gotta you have to go through some things, but you even if you don't believe it yet, like I've told myself a lot of things that I didn't believe. And then eventually I believe it, you know, because it works. It works. If I'm like, man, I'm not good at comedy. I'm not good at comedy. I'm not good. I'm not funny. Then I'm never going to be funny. Right. Like, tell yourself, even if you don't believe it, whatever it is that you think you, I love me, I love beautiful, whatever, you will believe it. And you also got to not care what other people think about you. That's the main thing. Yeah. You care so much about what other people think, what other people are gonna say, or how they're gonna view the situation, even friends, family, whatever, that it kind of blocks that self-love. And it's, it'll, it'll like, low key, it'll kind of get rid of all the work that you built up. You ever was like feeling good about yourself and somebody tell you something else? A hundred percent. You ever been, you ever been in high school jazz where you put on your outfit, you think you looking good. Like you think you looking fly. And then as soon as you step into school, somebody be like, ah, what, what, what are you wearing? That immediate is it's like, what, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, it's just so funny. Like you, you literally, whatever you're doing, you got to walk in it, hold your head high and pretend like, even if you don't believe it at this moment, like I am, the shit. I do that all the time. I do, man, I be doing it all the time because people can smell fear. They low-key like dogs. They be like, oh, I know who to pick on or whatever. You yeah. can't pick on me. I'm walking in here, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay, well, you talked about, like, dating people um, who didn't treat you that well and, like, accepting that until you finally said, you know, I'm not going to accept that anymore. You feel like you've ever dated somebody with low self-esteem? Uh, yes well, and no. It, de- it depends because I think people who treat people bad have low self-esteem, and they do that to make them feel good about each other. But I never really dated somebody or was in a relationship with somebody that was, like, um, I'm not this, I'm not, th- like, themselves, talking about yeah. themselves. I never dealt with that, but uh, you don't have to say that to be someone of low self-esteem. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I think I dated two people who had low self-esteem. I do. Mm. It's not, it don't work for me. I can't, I can't keep, I can't. What did you find yourself doing? You can't do what? Did you find yourself being like, them being like, like, what What did you not, what can't you do? I'm trying to figure out, you say you can't, What? what's like one memory you have of something that you were like, nah, I'll never do that again? This was like the first girl I ever dated. She she would like trip on me sometimes, like about, because I had male friends and she mm-hmm. knew that I like men too, but her insecurities about me with these male friends and whatever on me or like she would do things like call me constantly or 
like just be trying to sn- or be a part of everything that I was doing yeah. just because she was afraid that I was gonna, she was insecure about, I don't know, whatever, men <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't, I can't deal. Cause then it, it deals with like, you get upset and then now I got to constantly reassure you that this is not this and this and, and it's just, it's just mentally draining and I don't want to do that. And not to, not to say that relationships aren't going to have insecure moments, but I can't do that constantly. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel you on that. Um, okay, well, when we come back, we're going to talk about your dating life just a little bit more. But first, we're going to take a quick break <laughs> so we can hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. I'm sitting here with Jasmine Carter. You can follow her on Instagram at underscore underscore J-A-S M-Y-N. And if you follow Colored Couch Conversations on Instagram, she will be tagged on the post. So you will already have access to her social media. Now we were talking about dating. Well, you know what? I actually wanted to ask you something. So you have a joke where you talk about how you are no longer gay. So are you, do you consider yourself bisexual or do you only date men now or what? Oh my God. I'm glad you brought that up. I say I used to be gay. Just a play on words. Cause it's, very, it's much more attractive to say I used to be gay than I'm a straight woman who was out here, whatever, trying to figure out my sexuality. Experimenting. That sounds, that sounds complicated. And then the experimenting. So the thing was, I was never gay, never was gay. I did, however, explore my sexuality. I don't consider myself bisexual because in reality, sure, I'm sexually attracted to women. Women are beautiful, but I don't want to be in a relationship with a woman. So I don't believe that I should disrespect women or use them just because my I'm sexually attracted to you in a moment. I'm not I'm not a person who wanna be out here. I don't wanna be just be sleeping with anybody and everybody. And I don't feel like I want to just because I'm sexually attracted to women and I can't offer you a relationship that I should use you for sex, for my game. And I know there's people out there that's like, oh, I'm down with just the sex or whatever, but let's be honest. How many times are you just, we just having sex and then somebody catches feelings? Yeah. It could be either way. I'm not saying it's gonna be me. It's not, it's just gonna be the woman. It could be me too. I can catch feelings. And then later on we're gonna have an issue because I don't, I wanna be with a man. So I'd rather not. But hold on, my question for you is why do you, why are you blocking off women? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I just don't, I know that I want to be with a man. That's just, okay. That, there's okay. nothing, there's nothing wrong with women. I'm just saying what I prefer, what I want, the energy, I want it from a man. That's okay. it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with women. Women are beautiful and they listen. Sex is better. So. <laughs> It depends. Like, I mean, if you want to go like technically, like when I've had sex with women, I've always had an orgasm, and only one man has given me an orgasm. Yeah. So it's like technically, it could be perceived that the sex is better. Head is definitely better from a woman and kissing. Well, she said and kissing. You know what? I'm done with jazz with and kissing. I don't know if you've ever kissed a woman before, but they just are. They they are gentle. 
I'm not attracted to women at all. So <laughs> like not even a little bit. Like I love women. I think women are gorgeous and beautiful. I would never want to suck a titty ever. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one thing that I know. And I've thought about it, you know, like, no, nah, I'm not interested. And people be like, what if it's Beyonce? I'm like, I don't even want to suck Beyonce titties. Like I don't. <laughs> but you know, the one thing I will say is when you have a, when you are very attracted and you have a real connection with somebody, Body, that makes the difference to me when it comes to like int- intimacy in general. Like when you have a like a good connection, like something is there, then to me that's what makes the difference in connection. Because of course you can kiss people and be like, I've kissed people that were my boyfriend and been like, this is too wet. I don't like it. You know, like we don't have this connection that we're supposed to have. You know, versus kissing somebody else. But you know, that's just my opinion. I feel like you maybe most of the men didn't really connect with you in the way that they should when it's supposed to be good, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, there's that. Well, a lot of times people ask me, like, how is dating in L.A.? How has dating in L.A. been for you, especially yeah, being from Cleveland? Why do they do that? Because I, I, I don't know. People on, you know, on social media, sometimes people don't know I'm married or women ask me and I'll say, I'll tell them my friend's experience, but I don't know because I haven't dated. Or they'll just say, how are men in LA versus Dallas where I'm from? Uh, so how has your experience been dating in, a, in LA? You're young, you're beautiful, you're funny, which can be intimidating. You have a large following, which can be intimidating. But how has that been? God awful. <laughs> Um, it's just terrible overall. I actually, I just started dating like for real. Like I started dating, like going on dates with guys and stuff. Like I've been able to get to that point now. Cause at first I was like trying and whatever, it would never work. It, I was getting curved constantly. I did not understand. I was like, what is happening here? Why am I, I LA humbled me. Okay, because in home, at home, I'm getting any dude out here, girl. When I tell you, I'm like, you know, so no, like I'm saying, getting curved, getting ghosted. The guys I did go out on dates with was terrible, like they couldn't connect, they was annoying. I don't know, it's just, I don't know. Everybody asks the same questions all the time, and I hate online dating so much, they just disrespectful. They say dumb shit all the time. It's annoying. You know what? I have so many, I know so many beautiful women in LA and they all get ghosted. And you know why I think it is? My friend told me the other day that men here have too many options. Like they can't even keep up. <laughs> like she was telling me that she had, for example, I don't remember exactly how many she had, but she had like eight matches in a dating app. But the guy that she met up with to date, he said he had 70 matches. So he just, he was like, I can see why guys ghost girls all the time because they, we literally cannot keep up with how many people they match us with on, on the online dating apps or whatever. So Bumble or something, something like that. I don't know which uh, one. I got, a, I got a lot of matches, but some, they don't make it past like a like, like a lot of them would like you. I think they're just mindlessly because you'll never talk to them. You never hear, hear from them again, or it, it's just a lie. Like it, People, everybody is bad with communication somehow, mm-hmm. some way. In the day and age, everybody's constantly on their phone, Apple Watch, MacBook, and you're going to tell me you bad at texting? Get the fuck out of here. People, a lot of guys want to be chased out here. Yeah. The women are going to chase them. And it's, that ain't me. And I'm not going to make you chase me. I'm not easy, but I'm not going to purposefully 
give you the runaround. If we kicking it, we kicking it. If we not, then we just not. I'm not gonna. But he gotta. You know, I'm not doing all of that. Like, and I'm damn sure not gonna chase you. And a lot of these dudes, low, and they don't want to be just be true to who they actually are. You said they're they're on the down low. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. A lot of them are. Stop it. Why do you say that, Jazz? What makes you think that, though? I think there's nothing wrong with it. There is something wrong with, to me, being on the down low. When you're dating, just like you said, you don't want to date women and waste their time. When you're dating women and wasting their time, when you really want to be with a man in 2020, or maybe you're bisexual, so date both. That's fine. That's not wasting anybody's time. But if you really just strictly want to be with a man, but you're afraid of what people think, you got to learn how to love yourself. Just be honest about who you are, and not everybody's going to be okay with... Uh, uh, I just, I just think the, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say, and I don't want it to sound homophobic because everybody says everything is homophobic. I heard saw on Twitter that if you don't want to date a bisexual man, you're homophobic. I just think that no, because you cannot want to date a bisexual girl. That doesn't make you homophobic. I want you to want me and only me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. I don't want you to want me and to be thinking about another girl. I don't want you to want me and to be thinking about another man. I don't want you to want me and be thinking about another woman and another man. <laughs> I want, you to want me? <laughs> I want you. I want your sexuality to be Jasmine. How about that? Okay, to, that's it. I want you to look at shit else. <laughs> you um, l- listen. I- I totally understand what you mean, like the whole hom- being homophobic thing. I think that what most people try to say is that if somebody gonna be faithful to you, they're gonna be faithful to you, whether they like are interested in men or women outside of you. It's easy to say that, but being a woman who is, is sexually attracted to men and women, I was with a woman that I was connected to and I liked, I loved all of that, but I still, at the end of the day, liked what I like. You can't stop somebody from liking what they like. You're going to want to have it and you can't suppress those feelings just because of the person. Some things are just natural. If yeah. you're a man and you're attracted to a man, that's just natural for you to yeah. want a man sometimes sexually. You shouldn't have to turn that off and not be who you are because of me. Because then the going to resent me for not allowing you to do what you want to do. So if that's what you want, and you're attracted to both. You should you should have both. I don't want you to have both. I want you to have me. <laughs> like I'm saying, like I don't like I don't want to be with a woman, but I still am sexually attracted to women, and women still turn me on. And who's to say that I'm not gonna want a threesome down the line? And if you don't want to deal with that, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. So, I like what I like too. Yeah. No, I feel you. Also, me being like straight. Can't nobody, you can't compete with the D. I'm sorry. That's why I'm, you. (laughs) That's the whole problem. I'm a little bit biased. So it's like, it's not that I'm homophobic. I just know that once, if you cannot compete with the D, you just can't. That's my opinion. You can't, you can't. The dick is bomb. Period. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, my last random question, this is so funny. My last random question for you is if anybody follows you in like, knows how creative you are you have your own tv shows you have your own content that you put on put on on youtube you have skits you have written content scripted content that you've created directed and all of that you have off the cuff content comedy like how do you continue to put out content all the time like how do you stay creative oh that's a good question 
question. Um, you know, as comedians, we got a lot of stuff written down. So like a lot of stuff pop in my head every single day. It doesn't mean that everything is gonna be used at that time. So I just write down what I think is funny, and if something like really moves me, then I can think of the idea how I want it to go in half a second, and then mm. now I have to execute because now it's on my mind. So a lot of stuff comes to my head, and it be on my mind, and then I shoot it, and you know either I write a script or I don't. I want it to look, and I just do it. That's how you do it. You just fucking do it. You want to do something, do it. That's just. People ask questions like that all the time. Like, how do you, uh, how do you grow your? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I can only say what I've done. I don't know right. the wrong way because obviously there are people out here with much more followers than me. I got one percent of the following that they have, which is not a lot, essentially. What works for me may not work for you, but at the end of the day, you just gotta do it. If you feel creative do it doesn't matter what it what it looks like as long as you get into the habit of doing it then it's going to open up a bunch more a bunch of doors and avenues that you can be like oh now i am, i want to do this you just yeah. have to start with one thing and then do it and then it'll open up doors i started with videos and that opened up the door for stand up yeah stand up and that opened up the door for acting i'm like well i really like acting i really like this i want to do this i want to write more i want to do this so you just gotta man do it quick quick asking questions and just do it <laughs> yeah stop asking questions don't be afraid to fall or fail or whatever we got phones that look like top of the line equipment right now you don't yeah. need a camera you don't need audio equipment you don't need any of that all you need is yourself and something to film on when i started i had an iphone 4 yeah no lights i just had to shoot with what god gave me <laughs> You gave me iPhone fucking four and lunch. That's it. But you know what? You have all of those things, but you, yeah, you have all of those things now, but don't forget the other things that you have to have. You have to be creative. You have to be funny. And Jasmine happens to be creative and funny. You might not be. I just want to let everybody know right now. <laughs> you know, and keep going until you find your your niche and everything. But you, but you got to be creative. You got to be funny. You got to be entertaining. Yes. And you got to want to do it for the right reasons. If you're just trying to do it, and I'm not saying that just to make money is not a reason to do things. Because if that's, if you, you can understand an idea and how to do it and make money and that's all you want, then I wouldn't say don't do it. But also know that what you do on and off the internet is a reflection of you and the people who look like you and stuff like that. So yeah, I would say do it for the right reason and make sure your content is wholesome for the people that look like you. Mm. What do you mean by that? I, I just, I see a lot of people who like do a lot of stuff and it makes, I'm just talking about people like they look like me. Yeah. Like, uh, people look bad. Like a lot of content make women look bad. It yeah. make black people look bad. It make black women look bad. And I know that's just the easiest joke to do and, and have black people and black women especially be the bun of all the jokes, but it's not good all the time. Now yep. people who have no idea what about us who don't even want to begin to understand, they get their perception of us from you. Yeah. And it hurts the cause that hurts us 
it puts us in a position like, oh, well, if all you see is content of black women act like this, 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 now you're going to think that black women act like this. Yep. So. You're perpetuating those negative stereotypes. Stop doing it. Um, well, listen, when we take a break, um, I'm going to ask Jasmine who exactly she talking about. Uh, <laughs> y'all, okay, listen, I promise y'all, we're going to take one more quick break. This has all been really good. I promise there won't be any more breaks after this. And when we come back, we're going to talk about African-American vernacular. We're going to talk about being a black woman a little bit more. And we're going to give advice to someone who is looking to stay motivated through COVID. So we're going to hear Jasmine's tips. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. We are now sitting down, Jasmine and Jasmine, to talk about some trending topics. Now, I wanted to ask you about African-American vernacular jazz, because this is a question I get all the time on TikTok, literally every single day. Gen Z wants to know what is appropriate and what's not appropriate. So African-American vernacular is basically the slang terms that people of color, mostly black people create, right? Um, Whenever we speak generally. And I wanted to give you an example before we talk about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, because I was on a, uh, I was on the Burbank Comedy Festival online this past week. And I tell people when they ask me, usually I don't have an issue with African-American or vernacular. You know why? Because black people, we are pop culture. We create pop culture. And when you create something, you have to expect that when you create something awesome, people are going to emulate it, right? I say that all the time, but I did have a a slight issue with the comedian who was on the Burbank Comedy Festival because he was white. He did mention um, that he was Jewish, so maybe he feels a little bit more cultured or whatever the case may be. However... There were a couple things he said during his comedy set that I was like, why are you talking like that? Like one thing, I can't remember everything, but one thing specifically is he kept saying, motherfucker. Instead of motherfucker, he was like, what, this motherfucker, why are you saying that like you Bernie Mac? Why? Why are you saying it like that? You know what I mean? So what do you think about white people or even um, non-black people using african-american vernacular like what's your point of view uh my honest thought is i hate to see it i do uh like if if that's how you grew up that's just i get it people grew up in different situations all the time and i'm not saying that every black person used this a a whatever you said uh (laughs) but it is very it's heavily associated with our culture and what happens is that uh i've noticed that the uh, non-people, non-people of color or whatever, they can't just enjoy it or just like, they try to take it and make it their own and then profit off of it. Like if a white comedian can sound like a black man, they are going to tour the fucking world. Mm. But if you look at the black man and he just talking like how he talk, how his family talk, how his mama talk, how his daddy talk, whatever, he got so many hoops to go through. But you get this white man or this white woman who sounds 
like a, the black person, that's better for them. A lot of people don't know. That's why Elvis is famous in the first place. Mm. There's a white guy who sounded like the black man, and they're like, well, we don't want this nigga, this nigger on, on the TV or whatever. We'd rather have this guy, and we can show his face, and we can make the money. That's why. That is the only reason why. Not because he was just this pillar, and he was amazing with the music. No. That is the reason, and I hate to see it. And it's cool. It's cool. That's how you grew up. That's how you grew up. That's who you are. I get yeah. that. I understand. But please, Lord have mercy, don't just purposefully do it. It's annoying. I'm looking at you like, why are you talking like that? Yeah. You don't, don't nobody talk like because they take it above and beyond. Don't they? <laughs> that didn't sound right. It didn't sound right when he did it. it that didn't sound right. What do you think about... Um, things that we that we create um when it comes to like social media like you know that we created it's the blonde for me it's the earrings for me and when i heard when i saw their expression written like this has to be a black person girl you know we we made that up just from commenting on people's stuff you know it's just like a slight way to boost somebody or to roast them it could be a compliment or it could be something negative but how do you feel about like there was a white couple that went viral not only because they did that to each other as a trend but they put on these black scents like it's the beard for me it's the haircut for me like they they weren't using their normal voice when they did it and everybody started roasting them so much that they took the video down yeah, but that's that's my whole point. It's like <laughs> once they do something, do you ever seen that tweet that was like, uh, black people nothing? Then it says white people does the bare minimum. Black people like applauding and all that. Like for whatever reason, people love to see white people emulate black people. And that dates back from the beginning of time. Like blackface, it's the same thing. Like it's it's just the same thing. Just different it's just a you just shuffled the same cards the yeah. same deck shuffled it's it, the same problem just in a different way like people love to see it they, they love to see white people do anything that black people do oh she don't like it that's the end of the story you know what i love the fact that you said you actually taught me a little bit um of something when it comes to how i perceive it because it's the same deck of cards you just shuffled it around and made it a little bit different so that is a very good quote i say that all the time i'll be saying shit sometimes you know just just be saying a little shit you know My last question, I guess, on trending topics is everybody's been talking about black women protecting black women. It's so important that we do. Meg Thee Stallion is a prime example of this. Uh, So I wanted to ask you, as a black woman, do you feel protected? By who? That's a good question. Because in my honest opinion, no, I don't feel protected as a black woman. I don't. Do you feel, when I think about people who are supposed to protect us, I immediately think our own. That's just how I think. So do you not feel protected by, what about, I guess specifically by other black women and black men? Like, do you feel protected by your own? Not as majority, no, I don't. I don't. We couldn't be one of the, black women couldn't be the most hated group of people in the world if we were protected. So. Mm -hmm naturally i could i couldn't feel protected because i'm not i'm not i'm i don't feel protected like i mean there's individuals that i feel protected by i really don't i don't feel protected i don't feel like 
someone would speak up for me because I've been in a situation that no one spoke up for me and stuff. I, I really feel like I do my best to protect people who look like me and I will put myself on the front line to protect someone who I don't feel it like reciprocated. I know there would be like some black men that'll walk me to my car, <laughs> yeah. but I also see those same black men who will put down a black woman. So no, there's no protection. Like you're gonna make sure nothing happens to me physically in this moment, because that's what you're supposed to do as a man. But you really don't respect me. Mm. No. What What would it take for you to feel protected? Do you think that? Like, what would it, what would it take? And, and, you know, this is not something that's going to be solved. Um, this takes time and effort, you know? But what would, what would it take for you to feel protected? Would it take more black men to speak more positively about black women? Or what, what would it take, do you think? I think, <laughs> uh, you're right, it's going to take a while. I think we need to erase like majority of the teachings just in the household. We are taught to protect our black men, but black men are taught to be protected by us. They're not really, for the most part, to protect black women at all costs. Doesn't matter if you're related, if this is your sister, you know, whatever, you just have to protect us. You have to, I think it starts with dating. I think it starts with that. I think it starts with the family, keeping black families together. And if you see this unit, then you're gonna to wanna to preserve it. If you don't see it, then how can you preserve something that doesn't even exist in your mind? Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you didn't have the black family collectively growing up. So why, how could you want it, you know? Yeah. So it needs, you gotta, because when black families were together and they weren't putting black men in jail, they was, the unit was strong. They were supporting us. You see pictures back in the day, and they was there was some support going on. Now, yeah, it's not as much. These black men don't even. Not everybody. I'm not speaking everybody, but what's being glorified is oh, something outside of your race. It's better instead of what who what what could be better than the original. I don't. To me, I don't get it. Yeah. You know what? That is actually such a good point. That's one thing that I've seen in my family that has made me have such a positive view on. There's a difference between my family and what's being glorified. Let's just put that out right there. But when most of the black men in my family have seen what it's like to have, if not their own family, then their aunts, uncles, grandparents, people around them have successful in meaningful relationships, they grow to get married. Like most of the black men in my family, I think all, all the black men in my family that I could think of immediately are married to black women. And even if they weren't, they value family so much that it is, it's just so apparent <laughs> that that's what they were taught, you know, in the home. Now we got a few that ain't doing nothing, okay? But very few, that is the, that is not the majority of men in my family who are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, when we glorify, if we look at rap music and the NFL, the NBA and all of that, you're totally on point. So I think that we also have to change who we put on a pedestal. Right. And it, and it starts like it starts, there's, there's 
no direct starting point, I don't think, because a lot of it plays together. How we're perceived in media based on TV and what this content that people are putting out and what's being glorified in hip hop and then not having the luxury of whatever this is everything falls into my family ain't nobody married and we didn't even have a lot of men for real but mm. i want like i want the black family because i i have i mean i had it my mom and my dad were married it wasn't like a great marriage it wasn't good at all they shouldn't be married at all but i wanted it so bad because none of my aunties are married no yeah. i have a lot of aunties none of them are married yeah not one I got one cousin who's about to get married right now to a black woman, but nope, it's gonna be like the third person in my family to be married. Yeah. And my grandma married. She'd be married five times, but she your old. Grandma, That's hold on, your grandma would be married five times? Yeah, she old. That's what they do. Old people get married constantly. Oh, well, she was a bad bitch, or she is. <laughs> my brother said she was a black widow. said <laughs> 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 Every husband she had has died. It's true. She killing people? No. <laughs> no. One of them, like, had a heart attack. One of them had, like, a stroke. Uh, I don't know. Her her husband now, he got, like, Alzheimer's. <laughs> health, like, when they got married, his health, like, plummeted. She, not, <laughs> she ain't killing no. It just looked bad. I get it. It looked bad. <laughs> yeah, granny out here, she got some time. She putting something in the oatmeal or something. Crazy thing is she don't cook, so they go to go and corral all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to figure out your grandma's secrets. I don't know, man. She can, this her fifth marriage. I'm like, damn, grandma, you married again. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this has been so good. Let's move on to the keep it real corner real quick. Um, Cause we have somebody from TikTok looking for advice. So, and this is a really good question for jazz. Like, how do you stay motivated during COVID-19? Like we can't do it. Like you can't meet up with people. You're doing everything at home. Like what keeps you going during this time? think about you got to think about the long-term effects like when we come out of this or if we're ever going to come out of this like where do you want to be when it happens like you don't want to spend all this time doing absolutely nothing and then I mean if you feel motivated to do something you should okay you feel motivated to do nothing I believe that you should probably do that too like if you're burnt out and you don't need quarantine or you didn't need a quarantine to get motivated uh, then if you need a break, then take, take a break. I think that if you're having trouble, stay motivated and you're, sounds like you're kind of lazy and uh, you should probably plan out your day. Not in a bad way. I'm just saying like lazy is not, a, is not a, and I don't think to me, lazy is a learned trait. It can happen based on circumstance. Okay. I don't believe anyone is born lazy. Don't believe that. Okay. And, but you can become lazy by allowing yourself to not do anything. Now, mm. when eventually, like, well, it's going to be a habit for you. Laziness is a habit. So you're not doing nothing. You're not going to want to do something. When you do something, you're going to be exhausted. So maybe you should give yourself, like, write down three things you want to get through through the day, and you should do that. You have a full 24 hours to do that, and you should. Yeah. yeah. So And then eventually you'll be like, well, now I want to do this. I want to do that. You gotta do it. 
You know, one thing about Jazz is she is not going to sugarcoat it for y'all. She said, <laughs> she said, if you're not feeling motivated, you might be a little lazy and you might need to get up and do something. Okay. You never know. What, I mean, it depends. Like if you were already doing nothing and then you're trying to get motivated, you're probably lazy now. That's probably why you're not motivated. Like if mm. you were once motivated and you don't feel motivated, it could be for many different reasons. Like, okay. Take this time to take care of your mental health, too. It doesn't mean, like, you feeling unmotivated, you're just lazy. It does not mean that. Yeah. But someone who is saying they want to do something and they're not doing it, to me, that's kind of a form of laziness. But figure out what the issue is, and then you can get through that. And you know what? I think that's such a good advice. You know why? Because when you get into a routine, let's say Jazz works out every day. If you follow her on Instagram, you know she works out every day or multiple times a week. So she gets into a routine of doing that. If you get a routine, uh, if your routine is just sleeping all day, that's your routine. You ain't doing nothing. Right. And you do. And once you have a routine, when you don't do that, then you're going to feel bad. Yeah. So start doing little stuff throughout the day. Like, uh, what do I do? I'm like, okay, I know I'm gonna get up at seven because I have to walk my dog before it gets too hot. And then after that, I'm probably gonna eat. I'm gonna make some breakfast. And after that, I'm gonna work out and then I'm gonna drink some protein. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna sit down for a second to collect my thoughts. And what I'm gonna do throughout the day, I'm gonna either edit something, I'm gonna film something, or I may do absolutely nothing. It yeah. doesn't matter, but I'm doing something. Don't just mm-hmm. sit there. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I wanna write something today. Maybe. Some, and you also need rest days. So rest days are rewards for doing things. You don't get to rest when you don't do nothing. Oh, okay, Mama Jazz. Where you hire from? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do shit but watch Netflix all day, you t- your eyes hurt from the TV. Like, <laughs> stop looking at the TV and go do something. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, Jazz, please tell us how we can keep up with you. Um, you can follow me on Instagram underscore underscore J A S M Y N. You can follow me on YouTube, Jasmine Carter, J A S M Y N. I can't get back into my Facebook, but follow that anyway. J A S M Y N Carter. Uh and I'm on TikTok. J A S M Y N underscore Carter. Perfect. Well, if you follow us on um Instagram jazz will also be tagged and if you're watching on YouTube you will also see her YouTube at the bottom of this I'm also subscribed to her YouTube channel so if you want to look through the people that I follow you can do that too y'all don't forget to rate review and subscribe on the platform you're listening on right now and if you love colored couch conversations make sure to tell somebody about the show okay do not be selfish you can follow us on Instagram at colored couch conversations watch the show on YouTube my YouTube that's Comedian Jasmine W, spelled J-A-Z-M-Y-N. Thanks to my dad. Thank you so much, Jazz, for being a guest. Thanks for having me, Jazz. See you later.